who can relate? You're probably here because you think nobody else can. They can't relate to that pit I get in my stomach. I'm the only person who cries about things like this. Nobody understands how my mind can control me. We're here to tell you that we can relate. This is the podcast where we discuss deep mental ideas and games that people think they're alone in. This is Who Can Relate. What's up, guys? My name is James Landers. And I am Esther Green. And this week we are going to be talking about awkwardness. Yep. Just going to let this silence... Just kind of ruminate right here. Right, so awkwardness is not a mental health issue, but it is a very relatable topic that a lot of people, I'm not just going to say a lot of people, everyone has experienced awkwardness at some point in their life because, believe it or not, it is sometimes just a situational thing that everyone has to deal with. That's very true. There are situations that are inherently awkward. I'm sure you're thinking of a few right now. There's a reason we have this personal space bubble thing and basically social rules that you're supposed to follow. If you step out of that, it's awkward and people feel it. So awkwardness arises from this idea of an incongruence between what is happening and what we expect to happen or between what two different people expect should happen. So basically, it's awkward when social situations don't happen the way that we expect them to, or even if our expectations are too high and we feel awkward about potentially not meeting them. I found this quote when I was researching awkwardness that basically sums up the whole thing really well. So it's from a professor at University of Virginia's Department of Psychology. Her name is Bethany Teachman. She said, the awkwardness is likely fueled in part by your perception of how it's supposed to go and what's actually happening rather than an actual problem. Yes, so awkwardness is, generally speaking, based on our perceptions of a situation. So believe it or not, there actually are a handful of benefits that arise from awkwardness, one of which is a social warning system. So for example, the awkwardness arising from someone maybe behaving erratically or creepy uh, could actually alert you to a danger. So honestly, like the feeling of awkwardness could literally exist as a survival technique. That's a huge benefit that makes me feel better about how awkward I am. Because like you said, awkwardness can actually be our warning system for, you know, creepy guys or generally dangerous people that our social lights are flashing at, like, get away from me. So I think a lot of times when people perceive like awkwardness in everything, it's just sort of this survival mechanism becoming overblown because of things like social anxiety that make you see like conversations as battles almost. So you're kind of blowing this out of proportion. Most definitely social anxiety creates a lot more awkwardness and awkwardness can create social anxiety i think oh for sure they feed each other it's like two monsters in our brain that are just eating and then barfing back up and the other one's eating that (laughs) and then barfing it back up that is disgusting but yeah it's pretty much how it is (laughs) okay so another benefit of awkwardness is that it makes you more aware of your own actions and basically It can help your perception of whether you are acting in a way that is 
is in congruence with the people around you, and if you are not, then you feel awkward. Along those same lines, awkwardness can alert you of social expectations and boundaries, such as, like I mentioned earlier, the personal bubble. If you encroach on someone's personal bubble, awkwardness can make you kind of regret that and back up, you know? It gives you a sense of how to act around people. Yes, that's so true. And it also works in the opposite way. Like if somebody is encroaching on your personal bubble, then you're going to feel that sense of awkwardness as well. And almost like your your norms have been threatened, therefore this is a threat. And even on top of that, we can experience third-hand awkwardness when we're witnessing an interaction between other people and we see, oh gosh, that's awkward. And you literally feel that secondhand like cringe effect just from observing something that might not even involve you. Yes, I think that's such an interesting aspect of awkwardness because it's so real because we see it in stories even and film. It's actually a writing technique to be aware of how you're creating that dissonance in people and making them want the situation to stop, you know? Yeah, that's so true. I think a lot of like modern shows have really capitalized on that because that is one good way of creating empathy between the audience and characters. Just talking about awkwardness right now and that dissonance is making me feel like a little bit in my seat. (laughs) We're even, we're just talking about it. Wow, that's crazy. I think that feeling of awkwardness and especially secondhand awkwardness actually leads into a lot of empathy. So it can be a great tool for us to use in understanding people around us and connecting humanity in general. Right, that's so true. So now we're gonna move on to some downsides. The first of which is perpetrating avoidance behaviors. So awkwardness can cause avoidance and fixating on situations that might be awkward and completely obsessing over how to not be in those situations, which can lead to extreme withdrawal and never going into any kind of situation that could be uncomfortable, which is definitely not healthy. It is absolutely not because, as you know, all social interactions can become awkward. Most relationships, actually scratch that, I'm going to say all relationships have some awkward moments. So if you're so afraid of awkwardness and experiencing it that you avoid those situations, you're ultimately going to be avoiding everyone at some point. Yeah, awkward avoidance is like super real though. I think a lot of people have gone to extreme lengths just to get out of situations. I don't think you relate to this one at all, but like if I ever see someone that I like kind of knew in high school, then I'm walking the other way because I don't want to talk to them. Like I don't have anything to say. I I don't know what to do. I do relate to that a lot actually. Even people that I know and would enjoy a conversation with, if I run into them at say a grocery store or somewhere out like that, then I'll likely avoid them because the situation makes a conversation awkward. You don't really know if they're in a hurry. It feels awkward to just stand in the middle of the store talking. There's so many factors that make it awkward that I don't want to talk to people. Even if I would go to their house and talk to them, I might avoid them at the store. Yeah. So I think that probably comes from what we were talking about earlier which is just something being outside of what you're expecting. So 
you expect to see like like for example you expect to see your teacher in the classroom and if you see them elsewhere then that's kind of outside of the context it's like what no the teacher lives at the school obviously because that's where i see them so if something's out of context it can definitely activate that awkwardness you know red light that's warning you that it's a weird situation and you should be cautious that's a really good point actually in fact that happened yesterday so one of our professors professor stewart we stayed talking to him after class for probably half an hour i don't know i have a terrible sense of time go back to the adhd episode you'll see why but we stayed talking to him for probably half an hour or something after class even though we had a different class and it was enjoyable but when we saw him at the play that night i felt kind of awkward because i didn't expect to see him there and i didn't know if we should talk to him because we had talked to him for a while that day i didn't want to intrude on his outing with his family it was really awkward i was just like i don't know if i'm supposed to talk to you right now that is really interesting actually i did not know that that situation was even happening yesterday yeah it was really awkward for me like i said i'm i'm a really awkward person (laughs) yeah i also experienced some awkwardness after the play for sure because um i didn't really know what to do it's like the all the cast like walks out there into the hallway and it's like you have to pass through them to leave so you can't really leave without like speaking to them which they're my friends like I love talking to them but that sort of like after a play conversation is uncomfortable sometimes and I can't even really place why it's almost like you have to have something inspiring to say about their performance because you don't even just want to go through and be like, hey, good job to every single person, because then it feels like you didn't really care that much about that individual performance. I guess that goes along with these expectations that we have for ourselves in the situation that make it awkward for us, even though nobody else expects that of us. That's so true. You don't know what someone else is expecting of you. That's probably where the theater awkwardness comes from, too, because you don't really know what they expect you to do. And especially with us, we don't want to hurt someone's feelings, even if it's not one of our close friends. We don't want someone to see us like not congratulating them and think like they didn't do a good job. (laughs) So another downside of awkwardness is that it can cause a lot of negative self-esteem because awkwardness in itself feels uncomfortable. It feels like we're not good at socializing and like we're doing something wrong because there's this dissonance in us caused by our actions so like obviously we're doing something wrong yeah of course and even off of that like it can cause this feeling of like wow i don't fit in i'm an outcast nobody really understands me uh because just that feeling can push you away from other people or maybe even make you feel like oh well this is the norm i don't like the norm i'm gonna do my own thing and just not be a part of that because Um, it's too much of a hassle to avoid this feeling of awkwardness. Yeah, and that goes along with social anxiety, like we said earlier, and just feeling like we can't socialize right. I can't human right. (laughs) I can't talk to people right. Like, I'm doing something wrong if it feels like this. Yeah, so it can really harm your identity. And also kind of going back to the uh, conversation game, awkwardness can have a mental blooper real effect like you can have awkward moments and then spend so much time 
reflecting on those awkward moments that it creates more awkward moments because you're so paranoid about that. And I think like, at least with me, the reason I would let myself do that, like reflect on the awkward moments was because I wanted to figure out how to not do that. But literally the act of reflecting on the awkwardness just made it worse and, you know, dug myself deeper into the well of shame. I definitely feel like a good portion of my mental bloopers, if you will, my worst social moments are because of awkwardness. Even thinking back to good conversations, I'll feel kind of bad about them because even thinking back to good conversations, I can feel badly about them because I was too awkward to enjoy it. Awkwardness or just the fear of it can really, really ruin interactions and social situations that otherwise should have been fun. So some situations are inherently awkward. Like we said before, creepy situations, someone breaking your personal space bubble, even just breakup things, weird family situations. There are inherently awkward situations, but what about the ones that quote unquote shouldn't be awkward? Yes. So I think a lot of times um, we feel like we are awkward at the wrong times. Like we're in, you know, fun situations. Like we shouldn't feel awkward in parties or talking to people that we don't know. But really social awkwardness arises when we feel threatened. We feel like our goals of being accepted are threatened. So literally any situation that makes us feel threatened can fit the mold of what should be awkward. So I don't really even think that there are some situations that should be awkward while others shouldn't be awkward. That's a really good point that we wanted to make with this because people don't feel bad when they're awkward in situations that are inherently awkward for everyone. So why should we feel bad when we're facing awkwardness in other situations that feel just as threatening to us? It's the same cause. It's the same feeling. So there shouldn't be a shame associated with feeling awkward in any situation. So there was actually a study that tried to get to the roots of what causes awkwardness in people. And one of the main things was that awkwardness occurs when social rules and expectations are unknown. So just not knowing what to do in a certain situation, being in a new unknown environment, which causes fear and uncertainty. So it's pretty much that fish out of water feeling. Yeah. So like if you just walked into a room full of people that you don't even know and you don't know what you guys are supposed to be talking about, you just know that you're supposed to be talking. Another situation that they found was among the top was when a social norm was broken. That makes a lot of sense in this situation, especially we've been talking about awkwardness is caused by expectations and them being broken. So this could be one person interrupting another or someone breaking your personal bubble. So a third source of awkwardness is when a social standard is not obtained. So for example, if someone is trying to make a speech and they mess up and completely lose their train of thought and there's just dead silence, or like if someone can't remember their lines and it's really obvious, um, basically our brains are sort of hardwired to have certain expectations and everyone has their own sort of standard of perfection. So either violating your own standards or seeing someone else violate your standards, which in turn are pretty much reflected by everyone else, is going to cause that cringe feeling. I feel like that one in particular brings on a lot of stage fright for me 
because in my public speaking, I'm just afraid of forgetting what I'm saying and there being silence. I remember when we were speaking in chapel, there was a moment that I paused and it felt like too long. So I got afraid that I was about to forget everything that I was saying. And it made me a lot more scared than I was before that moment. So another really awkward situation is when norms around eating are broken. This kind of goes back to our social anxiety episode when I talked about being socially anxious when I was eating because I suck at drinking. I literally spill drinks on myself so often. I think eating being specifically singled out here is really interesting because food is like eternally going to be like a central cultural point because humans need food. We have to gather around food and eat. There's like etiquette that is completely different in different societies. So it's something that like we're kind of obsessed over. There's like there has to be a proper way to do this thing. So if that is violated, then that causes awkwardness. That's a really good point. We literally can't live without food. And in ancient times, the societies were entirely formed around their ability to obtain food and water. So another one is negative social judgments being made by one person towards another. That's a really obvious one, but it's super awkward if you're with someone that you know doesn't like you Oh, and they're judging you. Yeah, that basically amplifies every small move that you do. You're just like, oh no, they must hate me now. And in this specific situation, that's not without cause. It's not just your mind making it up. Like as someone who like makes up random judgments that people could possibly be making about me for no reason. So if I'm put into a situation where I know I'm being judged, that is going to have a strong effect on my actions. Being around someone who you know doesn't like you causes a lot of tension naturally. There's this feeling of not being good enough and especially if you feel like they have more of a right to be there than you do, it makes things really awkward. Yeah, like I'm invading this person's territory. I better get out or I'm going to get hurt. Yeah. So this next one is super relatable. It's when names are forgotten or people aren't recognized. Yeah, I once had a person that I like kind of knew just come up to me and say, hey, do you remember my name? And I didn't remember the person's name. That's so awkward. I felt terrible. I guessed a name and it was wrong. And yeah, I felt like a horrible person. Because like, wow, how could I have forgotten this person's name? Why would they ask that? I don't know. Oh, it's so awkward. I don't know. I was mad after after I got over the initial awkwardness. I was mad, but yeah. I don't even know what I would do in that situation. I would just feel so bad. Okay, so going back to the first idea, which was social rules and expectations being unknown, The opposite of that can also be really awkward. So that's when social processes are made explicit. So you can feel like someone is specifically watching you to see if you do it right. And that creates a sense of awkwardness and tension. Right. So basically, if there's ever an icebreaker activity, I think the worst example of this would be when you have to go around a circle and remember everyone's name because it's like you've created this expectation So it's like, I have to remember these names. And if I don't, then I have failed. So the study also went into the opposite side of when people are least awkward. 
So one of the situations people feel the least awkward in is when they're sharing common interests. I think that's partially debatable, but for the most part, it's really true. Yeah, that's that's mostly true. On the flip side, I've felt awkward a lot even with sharing common interests because with some things like books that I've read or poetry or different things like that, it almost creates this expectation that I should know everything that I'm talking about. And if I forget something, then it's like I was a fake fan. Wow. Okay. (laughs) That's created a lot of awkwardness for me. Like one of our friends here, when we're talking about books and stuff with him, I'll sometimes feel awkward because I'm so concerned about like, what if I forget something? (laughs) Yeah, I've done that even with like books that I was really a fan of like my brain just somehow didn't remember something really important about that book while talking about it with someone and just like completely embarrassed myself yeah so another situation they found was when one person helped another they didn't feel as awkward so one person helping another I I feel like for me at least um it depends what the task was uh that was helped with and and or if I was receiving the help or giving the help, because definitely if I'm helping someone else, that's one of the situations where I'm the most comfortable. But if someone is helping me with something that I feel like I should know already, then I feel more awkward because I feel like I just have to prove that I knew what I was doing. I relate to that a lot. I feel so awkward when people are helping me and even if I'm thanking them profusely, I feel like I can't thank them enough. Like, honestly, being helped is super awkward because it's like you feel like maybe that person is annoyed. Yeah, that kind of goes along with the next one as well, that when one person was positive with another, it relieved awkwardness. I think it's pleasant when people are positive with me, and I like being positive with people, but I definitely feel like it still creates a lot of awkwardness. Yeah, I think so too. Definitely... If I'm being praised for something that I did, like I remember telling someone my theater story of like how I got a part in theater without trying and like them being like, wow, you're a legend. I'm in awe and I just didn't even know what to do. Like, how are you supposed to respond to that? I felt so awkward. (laughs) (laughs) It's like when Brianna, one of our friends here, compliments me on DMA stuff. She was complimenting me to her mom, and I was just sitting there like, stop. That's so true. I think it's just sort of a personality trait that some people just aren't very good at handling praise. And honestly, sometimes when I receive praise, like I've you know tried to not do this anymore, but Sometimes I'll be like, oh, well, actually, the thing that I did wasn't that great because uh, I messed up this and uh, this part was actually bad and I didn't really even know what I was doing. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Also, not an advisable thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) So I've learned not to do that. But like if someone's praising me, like I don't even know what to do. It's like, oh, thanks. Glad you liked it, I guess. Yeah, it it can be pretty awkward. Not necessarily unpleasant, but awkward. I also get awkward sometimes when I'm praising other people because there's always this question of, am I going too far? Yeah. Like, am I going to make them feel awkward? Am I stepping outside of social norms? I don't know. Especially with a lot of my friends being guys, I don't know how they're going to receive my praise. 
I feel morally obligated. Like if I like something that a person did, I have to praise them. But then like there's the the question of like, what do I do? What do they expect? Because the expectations for that are so unclear. And maybe does society just like not endorse people praising each other enough? Because I feel like that might be the cause. (laughs) (laughs) So finally, a point that I actually do agree with, humor. Humor reduces awkwardness. That's so true. It's like you break the ice. That's that's a very clean, guaranteed way to break the ice is with humor. Um, I'm not saying it's like always going to work because you have to be sort of careful with, you know, when it's appropriate to say something funny. But generally, like laughter when successful is going to break that awkwardness. So having a good sense of that is really, really helpful. I've definitely seen that true in my own life as well. Sometimes there's that humor that steps outside of what is acceptable and that can create a little bit of awkwardness. But even then, humor has a way of breaking the awkwardness of social situations. Honestly, I think awkward people can be the funniest people ever because (laughs) they're so aware of like the social norms. You know those boundaries and your whole goal is to alleviate the awkwardness. So why not be funny? I've definitely experienced that. Like, I wouldn't say I'm like a super funny person, but awkwardness and wanting to avoid it helped me become more of a funny person and um, taking myself seriously less. So some ways that you can handle awkward situations are just realizing that it's normal to have awkward moments. Don't be afraid to acknowledge your awkwardness, but don't dwell on it either. That's so true. Dwelling on the awkwardness is going to just kick you down the well of shame. How many more times do I have to say it? Do not fall down the well of shame. Avoid it. Do not dwell on things. Don't let your mind spiral. Um, James Landers, 2021, well of shame. You know what? I'm proud of that that phrase. I have coined a new phrase. But anyway, um, yeah, acknowledge your awkwardness. Run with it. It can create humor. It can make you funnier if you own it and you're just let it do what it needs to do. I don't know. I definitely started feeling better socially when I embraced that I am an awkward person and it's funny and people still love talking to me. Yeah, that's so true. Even if people laugh when you do something awkward, they're not really laughing at you. They're just like, it's a funny situation and they're laughing. They're not really judging you (laughs) negatively, especially like friends. They're not. Yeah. So then another way to handle it is practice confidence. That doesn't necessarily mean practice not being awkward. It just means practice confidence. Be confident in who you are and just enjoy the way you're living your life. Okay. Esther is the most confident person I know. She's still really awkward, but she's really confident and completely owns it in a way that most people cannot achieve because literally if you see like the pictures that she takes of herself, like... They're all so weird and it's like she tries to make ugly, terrible pictures of herself because it's funny and it's like, why would you do that like at first, you know, but after that, it's like, you're just owning it. And um, I used to think like the, you know, like models walking on a catwalk, you know, great, like confidence, like they're like, yeah, I look pretty, but isn't it more of a show of your confidence if you're being really goofy walking down the catwalk? (laughs) I love that. Awkwardness is confidence. Let's go. So another way to handle awkward situations is self-talk. So this can 
sort of help you get more focused, get you to stop spiraling into that fear of awkwardness. Just encourage yourself. Walking yourself through awkward situations is definitely a thing. So lastly, you can allow yourself a recovery space. So fun fact, if I'm feeling really awkward and socially burnt out at a party or something, I will excuse myself to the bathroom because that gives me a space to just be quiet, exit the social situation, and when you come back out, you don't even necessarily have to go to the same group of people. You can go somewhere else. (laughs) That's so true. The bathroom is a great escape as long as there's nobody else in there because if it's a public bathroom and there's another person in there, then that is a more awkward situation than anything imaginable at the party. (laughs) But definitely uh, just stepping away from that awkward situation uh, can completely save you. So like we said at the beginning of this podcast, everyone can relate to this. So I guess it goes without saying that it's not just you. We can relate.